Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is part two of episode 466 of the Distraction Pieces podcast. It's a birthday party special. I'm joined by Stu Whiffen and Cunt from Cunt and the Gang. If this is the first you're hearing of that, you probably want to go back and listen to part one. But if you got through part one and you're here, then I probably shouldn't have to give the warning. I will again, but a content warning. We're getting a bit drunk. Stu and Cunt have known each other a long time and they enjoy being a little bit offensive here and there. So brace yourselves if you're going forward. But I thoroughly enjoyed this night. And a big thank you to both of these lads for joining me for this birthday special. They've got an amazing podcast called Acceptable in the 80s that I can't recommend enough. And yeah, I did all the usual plugs on part one, so I'll leave them on this one. But I will be doing some birthday week streams over at twitch.tv forward slash Pipio. So come and have a look at some of them. Friday night, I've got the biggest TPI Friday yet. TPI Friday is a thing I do over on the stream. There's no games involved. I'm not playing computer games. It's just the best Friday night of your lives. So if you've not tried out any of the Twitch stuff yet, come over for TPI Friday. It's normally a 7 o'clock start. Sometimes I'll start a little early, but you want to get there from the start for this one because it's a hell of an evening. And this one's a birthday party special. So come along, join us. But for now, this is part two of episode 466 of the Distraction Pieces podcast with Stu Whiffin and Cunt and the Gang. Going on to 88? Yeah. Now, this is, again, loads of memories of Only Way Is Up was getting a lot of play in my in my household. My brother was the biggest Kylie Minogue fan ever at this period. So Was your brother older? Yeah. How old? <laughs> how, 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 <laughs> no, excuse me. No. <laughs> so, how, how, how old are you? What, what's your birthday? I'm 40. It's going to be your 40th? No, I'm 40 now. It's oh, right. my 40th during the pandemic. Right. Oh, okay. So, I got to... Dodge any celebrations. Right. So you're he's 41. Come on, okay. 41. And what's he in? 44? Yeah. He'll turn 44. He's 43 at the moment. Right. Oh, so he would have just been getting pubes when Kylie came out. Yeah. He had a lot of me time, didn't he? Completely understand. We had a video. He, he, he had the Kylie video. Bet he did. Bet that got a lot of watching. Yeah, there were certain bits of it that had been paused, and then every time you watched it, it just kind of like went all distortionally. At the mess with the tracking. <laughs> Um, at number six here, S Express. When I worked in HMV, not at the Lakeside one, actually, I became like management at the Beckton one. I was a team leader or whatever, and I was in charge of interviews, and I'd get people in for the Christmas rolls and that. And you, you must have done stuff like this before, where you've got to go through CVs, and it's fucking all written by kids who don't know how to... Like, it's not enjoyable. I'm reading one, and this guy was a little bit older, and he was like... Um, He's going backwards. So last year I was, I was doing this, the year before I was doing this, blah, blah. And then he's got 87 to 93. Um, I toured the world as a dancer for S Express and was in the S Express theme video. Um, and it was like, obviously, I got him for an interview, gave him a job immediately. He was awful. God love him. God love him. He was also, it was awful. But. The best thing I've ever read in a CV for an HMV. Just That's like, in this period, everything else is like retail jobs, all this kind of thing. In this period, I toured the world as a dancer for S Express. <laughs> Wonderful. Including dancing on top of, of on top of the pops for S Express theme. Well, You'd want to make that being on top of the pops, wouldn't you? 100%. I gave him the job immediately. <laughs> he'd struggle to, to put out a single tray of DVDs. He'd get bored. Why? Of course he'd get bored. He's used to being on the fucking road. Oh, it's rubbish going back to real life, isn't it? Proper. It's really shit. Proper. It's a good top ten, this one. Got Jackson in there with Dirty Diana. That's a good one, that one. And my, uh, Lee Antonio's at number three. With Nothing's going to change my love for you. Kim Wilde, You Came. So second best song. Dirty, isn't it? Well, it depends how you, how, how you use the word came. Wouldn't it be you cummed? <laughs> <laughs> It's about time. It was three three years ago that Palmer was knocking about saying he didn't mean to turn you on. <laughs> a woman's a woman's allowed to have. Well, 
I, I think hold uh, him to account. I think Wild's playing at Cliffs. Oh, is uh, she? They've announced it. Yeah, she's doing. I it. went and see Wild with with Andy, didn't I? A couple of years back. She's got some songs, isn't she? Yeah. Was she good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. BVSMP, I need you. That really reminds me of like first hanging around with girls when we was hanging around with like Artie and and and, and Piper and that. That that was a song you had to pretend to like yeah. if, if you wanted girls to think you were a sensitive guy. It was like a rich, you know it. Really, no, not it's at all. So shit. It's like it's got it's really like it's like sort of lazy sort of like, like LL Cool Jazz on his love. Do you know what I was going to say? It's like it's, a wafty version of that. Yeah, brilliant. Yo, hey, check this out. I need you, sha la 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 la. Oh, yeah, but I remember. How my girl's going to be shouting at the podcast now, going, that's a brilliant yeah, record. tune, tune. He, he got some, some wet digits to that. Oh, everything but the girl. I don't want to talk about it. Little cover of Rod. I love her voice. That's your catchphrase, isn't it? What? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I Want Your Love by Transvision Vamp. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> I wish you wanted my love. Wendy James was lovely, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, wasn't she? Oh, Wendy. 1989 was the year I left school. I was eight. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I turned eight. You must have left school in 89. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused about what Yeah, year. but you've got a couple of like years when you went travel. Was it years? How long did you go travelling for? <laughs> I can't believe you shoehorned that into his fucking birthday podcast, you petty cunt. <laughs> oh, please, that bit of experience I've got in France when I went away, I used when we all went to France. <laughs> Such a cunt. Oh. Is there anything in 89 that you're in, 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 enjoying? That's not the best Kylie song. Jive Bunny at number one. Sonia at number three. I'll tell you what, if you hear... We're in the um, Bross era. Have you heard that Sonia song lately? Mm, not lately. You'll never stop me from loving you, right? It's a belter. If, I know the if song. It, if it was I know sung it by instantly. a bloke, it would be the rapiest song you've ever fucking heard. It's worse than any of <laughs> yeah, Robert Palmer's. Yeah, it's aggressive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like basically hanging around outside someone's house, wanking in the bushes. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been a, a, a better title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to jot that down for the next album. <laughs> um, French Kiss by Lil Louis. Have you, you, do you know what that is? No. So it's this this like really incredible bit of house music. It's just him for the rave generation. It's isn't exactly it? what it is. It's just this really slow sort of like plodding bit of like house music with this panting over it. Um, we done a Pizzazz reunion once, and I went to Just, uh, Big Papa Joe, I went, can you do me a favour, Just? Can you just keep it on the decks while I have a quick piss? And I put that on, then it's 21 minutes, but then basically it just goes, nch, 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 and then it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and, like, and I just thought, well, I ain't got to rush me piss, because it's like 20 minutes longness. And when I come back, I mean, we're all friends with, with, with our mutual friend, Justin. He's not an aggressive guy. He's the most aggressive I've ever seen him. Just fucking why? Why would you leave me with this plan? It's, it's so hard. Everyone keeps looking at me. It's just someone, someone just spunking up. He was like <laughs> really upset. I was like, sorry, only like French Kiss, great record. I used to put on the twelve inch causing a commotion. Madonna, if I wanted to piss at a, at a disco, we've all got like, like ten minutes fifty four or something. Loaded Primal Screams a good one. Resurrection Stone mm. Roses good piss record. You got to get that break in. Is is "Wind Beneath My Wings" the most arrogant song ever written? It's meant to be like a nice, friendly song, but it's basically saying, "I'm fucking great." Yeah, but you helped. You did your bit too. It's proper going. Oh, it must have been cold there in my shadow, eh? Uh, that phrase. It must legend. have been cold there in my shadow. Like such who says a, that? I'm such a legend. It must have been. I've hard. thought that about you sometimes, but I've never actually fucking said it. <laughs> I reckon I said that to Castle every day <laughs> for years. No wonder he's got a nervous twitch he can't give it off. <laughs> um, on our own, the Bobby Brown one was the Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Oh, was it? Mm. That's got a big rap in the middle, hasn't it? Yeah. That, that's all right. I like Bobby Brown. But I want to I wanna talk... Yeah, you want to talk about number eight, do you? Yeah. Because I was. I said to Pip when he came round and he gave me the list, I said, have you heard of the London Boys? 
Have you done some prep before I got round? No, here? nothing snidey. I just, I just looked You've at made that. Made a few notes. Are, are you complicit with this? No, I've made, I've made literally a couple of notes. That's it, and I put one there to ask you about the London boys because he's basically just written a few of them bigger, so he doesn't have to <laughs> get his glasses. Out. He doesn't want to miss them. So, and, and Pip didn't know the London boys were. So, how would you explain the London boys? Because you was a huge fan. I was a huge fan, but I bought a couple of the singles. You picked me up in your car wearing a black armband. Mark respect. <laughs> it died. Oh, no. I just want to get in your car. Why have you got a black armband? <laughs> One of the London boys. Do you know what? I've always had a bit of a soft spot for multiracial duos. I think it started with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. <laughs> Charles and Eddie. London boys. London boys. And like, obviously, like... You they know, weren't from London, were they? No, no, they weren't. They, they were, from, were they from Europe. They were Mediterranean, weren't they? I think there was there was so much racial division in the 80s, the idea of a black bloke and a white bloke being in a band together called the London boys, they're all pulling in the same direction, and then they're in a fucking tragic car crash and both get taken out. You're like, that's sad, isn't it? You had a go at me, because I laughed yeah, that you didn't... had a black armband on, and I went, why is that? And you went, London boys, and I, I just laughed. And you got all, all fucking serious about it. I think it. that says more about what a cunt you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think you exposed yourself there a little bit, mate. Well. Oh, the London boys. Shall we go on to 90? I mean, surely you're, you're getting pubes by now, Pip. Yeah, Turtle 90, power, right? I said 90 just rings everything in this list. Turtle Power was a huge one for me. I was a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. I think... That song comes into my head regularly for some reason. I've no idea why. Just the T-U-R-T-L-E power. Just get excited. I, I love it. Hanky Panky was weirdly... Was that like part of the Dick Tracy yeah. soundtrack? Yeah. And that whole album, again, my dad loved. He had a really awkward moment at the at, at the Dartford Bridge because it was when it was actually people in there that, that you give your, your money to. And he's driving along, just bl- 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 blasting his Madonna album as he pulls up and winds down his windows. He realises it's on Hanky Panky, and it's not the most <laughs> macho of songs ever. But that's like, here you go, there's my two quid, mate. Thank you, mate. <laughs> just that's right. Love it. And Tom's Diner is a banger. Oh, literally everything in this list. MC Hammer, you can't touch this. N- naked in the rain. Mona b- b- by Craig McLaughlin. I loved a bit of Hey Mona. Him cashing in on the on on the Kylie and 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 Jason and Steph and Dennis. But, yeah, they all, they all had a go, didn't they? They all had a go. Don't see much of McLaughlin anymore. Even less to check one two. No, did McLaughlin do something wrong? What? No, no. He, but I think he done something. What? Don't know. Might, might need a little Google. But I think he might have done something wrong. This is very vague. Yeah. What? The minor traffic violation? <laughs> no. You, you, you carry on, I'll have a little look. Did he run the London boys off the road? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty cunt. Have a little check uh, one too. It must have been Love. R- rock set was a, th- a thing for a minute, wasn't it? What film was that? Pretty Woman. Dunno. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I hated rock set. I really fucking hated rock set. Because I'd started getting a, a little bit of alternative music by now. Yeah. But then I, I've kind of I've gone back and, and reevaluated some of the late eighties stuff, and I've got a begrudging respect for the, the quality of the fucking songwriting on some of their major label eighties hits. Just that you the just huge pop. Yeah. 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 I feel you. I did. I did a little version of that actually through lockdown on my my little Corona clubs, um, because obviously the first line is "Lay a whisper on my pillow," right. which <laughs> just lends itself to a whole song about chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it does. But I think it was called Must Have Been Fudge. I love it. I love it. I'd love it if, if someone laid a whisper on my pillow. <laughs> Unless you found it's a euphemism for a shit. Yeah. January 2018, a joint investigation by Fairfax Media and the Australian Broadcasting Corporation reported that McLaughlin had been accused of sexual harassment uh, by several actresses during his performing career. Three actresses from 2014 Australian production of Rocky Horror Show made allegations against McLaughlin. He responded, frankly, they seem to be simple inventions, perhaps made for financial reasons, perhaps to gain notoriety. In either event, they have to my best of my knowledge, utterly and entirely false. Uh, did he get done for it? Oh, dear. Oh, oh. Craig. I'm more astounded that 
Stu's keeping his finger on the pulse of what's happening with Craig McLaughlin. I'm more worried about the Czech one too. Uh, <laughs> they oh, finished, didn't they? 2021, like fresh allegations were made about the actor's behaviour. Adam Marty have fallen. You an MC Hammer fan? Nah. He became an MMA manager, isn't he? He's a manager of fighters in MMA, yeah. He's, he's, he's looked after a few of the UFC lads. I remember seeing, like, years ago, he, he, he was at UFC. Yeah. yeah, he was a manager. I think he looked after Tito for a while. Last I heard, he was a priest. He was a priest for a bit. He, he stopped to become a preacher, didn't he? He stopped rapping to become a preacher. He didn't stop being yeah, a priest so a to preacher, become a preacher. Yeah, but... <laughs> that wouldn't have been much retention. <laughs> Need to cut that off. I'm going over it. He stopped rapping to become a preacher, and then, yeah, and then he became a, an MMA manager. He's a bit of a fly by night, isn't he? Yeah. What's that mean? Well, he just, like, he just keeps... You give flit, anything a go. Flitting from fucking... Thing, like you. Do you know what I mean? Kind of start with one thing, don't learn it properly, don't work out for you. You say, oh, it ain't worked out, it's because you ain't giving it a proper go, and then you move on to the fucking next thing. Am I a fly by night? Yeah. <laughs> you had every fucking instrument throughout our teens. Oh, like, fucking... tried it for two seconds. Oh, I can't play it. No, it's because you haven't fucking put any... Any fucking time into it. That's why you can't. I was play. looking at guitars last night thinking, yeah. I'm nah, forget it. Too old. Right, give it a go. <laughs> fucking fly by night. Oh, fucking hell. Well, 1991, you could have picked any month, really, and Brian Adams would be number one with everything I do. I do it for you, right? That was. He was number one longest, for the whole year, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. More than words at number two. More than words. I love more than words. Do you? Yeah, I love it. But that's that's your age. Best song about a handjob ever. That's all it's about. It's saying, yeah, you keep saying, like, more than words. Close your eyes and just reach out your hand. He's saying, if you couldn't say I love you, how would you show that you love me? And then he's saying, like, just close your eyes and just reach out your hands. And it's all, yeah, it's about having a, it's about talking someone into a handjob. Wow. 100%. 100%. I don't know whether in this day and age, since, you know, being in the post-hashtag me too thing, whether I actually agree with, about talking someone into a hand dog song. Hand dog expression. <laughs> no, I completely I, agree. Let, but let, that's let, what that song's about. Oh, I'm, I'm going to make a motion to get that song cancelled <laughs> on, on those grounds, but actually the grounds I want it cancelled is because it's fucking appalling. <laughs> <sighs> that's... Uh, I... I, I, I I always say no guilty pleasures, but that's as close as I come to liking a song ironically. Yeah. Because it is just, I love, I hated it for years, but now every time it comes on, I imagine some bloke at a party and it's got late and he just gets out the acoustics going, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Get the guitar. I'm like, yes. I just can't enjoy it on any fucking level. There was something about more than words. Was was we DJing at at alternative clubs at this time? And people would ask for it. Nirvana did, did, did would have ever, happened. Did we ever do a little erection section in, in the club? No. Pip would did. Nirvana have happened? Our... 91, yeah. 91. Was that just as Nirvana were happening? Like, yeah. I, never mind, dropped in 91 or was that 92? 92, wasn't it? 92, yeah. But you tried to bring back the erection section. He tells you? me this all the time. I've got no memory of it, but Bollocks. I love it. No, I love it. Honestly, you talk about it on hardcore listeners. I honestly d- fucking don't did. remember that being a thing. But I'm sure. No, I'm not questioning it at all. See, I'm just I, saying I don't remember it. I, I, that's d- definitely the kind of thing I would do. I have this hundred percent. Every memory. time you say, it, I think I don't feel I can take credit for that, but I shall. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to to bring the ere- erection section back. Just, just play some slowies. It, I had this memory of our mate Nick when we used to DJ at the William you know Edge Youth, yep. Youth Club disco. Yeah. Uh, coming up, like, you know, as an 11 year old kid in a green tank top and spiky hair asking for some slowies. And he maintains that never happened. He asked for She's Like the Wind from Dirty Dancing, didn't he? I don't, Beautiful know, where, I don't know where I have memory of that. I remember him asking for some slowies. Mm. I love it. I love it. I, I so reckon we, the erection section idea probably didn't last long. Because, and this is now getting serious again, I found out that R. Kelly's a piece of shit. Would you think that was the first one So you I played? reckon I would have gone for some, I, I would have wanted to play Bump and Grow or, or something yeah. like that, something along them lines. Ignition, that's a bit more up-tempo, isn't yeah. it? But just one of those songs. Because I remember early days of Lizards, I loved playing a bit of R. Kelly. Yeah. And then I read more and more about him and I was like, I just don't want to yeah, play yeah, that, that anymore. And now, thankfully, that. he's been what, sent um, under for the rest of his fucking horrible life. So, did you ever get an erection section? I don't know. I don't think. I, no, probably, as, as, as you. Did I, you, I was uh, a youth. 
I went to an all boys school, lads. <laughs> oh, that's an so all, it's a very different disco. It's <laughs> a, a very, disco, very different disco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, it, but because of that, we didn't really have school discos and stuff of of, of that nature. Because it's not why would you? That was school yeah. discos were all about asking a girl to dance. Mm. There's no girls. Yeah. So, so no, we never really had that. We probably would have in my, in my primary school, but that would have been more just kids being kids. It wouldn't have even been at the erection but section. Couldn't you all just yet. took your tops off and danced the London boys? Oh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> did you ever, like, would you weekly, because we went to, we used to go to a club called Pizzazz in Greys, uh, and, and I think just by saying it was called Pizzazz in Greys, it says everything you need to know about it. But, Pizzazz. Um, but you, like, every week, like, if only for tonight, or you can reach me by sailboat. Like, they'd, they'd all be on, wouldn't they? Would you ask a girl every week? No. I don't know. I maybe have memories of asking a girl about three times and being knocked back a couple of times and then getting one time where, when I did get a little dance. I, I don't reckon I was a lot more than that. But, like... And, and now we've come... Oh... To the end of the road. Million love songs later. Oh, you, have you heard I'll Make Love to You lately? It's so rapey. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Hell. Was that Boys to Men? Yeah. It was a little one on the end of... <laughs> 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 the one that had That's that like really high... <laughs> <laughs> he was like the Muppets. He was like a sexually charged beaker. Yeah. And like, That's I wasn't... <laughs> I weren't into him. It's because he had to go at the end. He's so fired I up. I know. That you feel like it at the end. Yeah. He's proper exploding when he finally gets to have his song. He's like, I've been waiting for ages. He's like the fourth leg in a relay. It's really weird. As you were talking about going and asking girls to dance and that, I got the briefest flash, and I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's a real memory, but the briefest flash of being in in one of those disco s- 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 situations and being t- too nervous. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get this out. Being too nervous to go and ask a girl to dance, and thinking I'll just go and dance, and they'll ask me to <laughs> <laughs> so go and have a little boogie on the dance floor, doing my moves. Obviously, no one came and asked me. I was just the lonely boy on the dance floor. Going, it's all right. They'll they'll come to me. I'm a bit of a pied piper when it comes to dancing. Build it, and they shall come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you came. So, where did you go clubbing then? As a did did, did you have any kind of like shit? clubbing experiences no, not really. by the time i was into going to clubs i probably went to gigs before i went to clubs and by the time i was doing either i was an alternative kid so it was pink toothbrush it was hollywoods in romford so and chris all contested this like I, I got to know chris and he came from a circle friends who were into a bit of indian stuff but would also go j- jumping jacks and all these ones in over Bas vegas yeah i'd refuse i'd be like the weekend that we're doing the and it's fucking snobby of me and like I now look back I would have had a lot I would have got pissed and yeah dicked about but I was such a, a music nerd at that point that I was like dad will come along to the brush or to Hollywoods and then, then we'll, when it gets the weekend that they're going to jumping jacks where we're like no I'll stay in thank you very much <laughs> Yeah, we had some quite wretched nights in them fucking clubs though. I don't think I've ever had a good night in any of them clubs. But then when when we used to when we used to go to club art in South End, which yeah. was like an alternative yeah. night, whoever was driving would go in there, have one one pint of weak watered-down piss, just Miller. walk. Miller. <laughs> watered-down Miller. Watered-down Miller. <laughs> You'd do one walk round and then just go, I'm just going to go and wait in my car. And you'd just sit in your car, wouldn't For you? For five hours. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Tell them what happened when I waited in my car. If you're, sorry if you've heard this one before. <laughs> there was this one night we went in there. He had one pint of weak water down Miller, done one loop, and he went, I'm just going to go and wait in my car. So he sat there in his Volvo for five hours until the end of the club. And uh, me and Strand, who, who we'd gone up there with, uh, pulled. Like, in, you know, in an unlikely series of events, there were these girls who one of their mum and dads was away. And... and, and uh, <laughs> And so we pulled these girls and they said, do you want to come back to ours? So obviously, like, this never fucking happens. So we're 100%. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. And then we've come out at the end of the night and he sat there in his, in his Volvo, parked outside the club. And I thought, oh, God, I've got to go and have that awkward conversa- conversation. And so I've gone over and I've gone, it's Joe. We met these, met these girls and I said, like, do we want to go back to their house? And he just went, you cunt like this and just wound his window and just drove off like you know like like and and for him 
the tires screeched. That <laughs> only time I've ever known that fucking happened. And he said, like, he's, one and only time. He said he drove home all the way, like faster than usual, thinking, I "Hope I crash into a bridge. That'll fucking show." Him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you'd all just sober one and go and sit in the car. That's just yeah, dire. It was, it was so wretched in The there. other ones were never going to pull. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was a given. Yeah, I drove and fucking pulled. Unbelievable. <laughs> Shall we go on to 92? Yeah. Because I want to talk about the, the fact that there was a time that Jimmy Nail had a music career. How weird was that? I remember Ain't No Doubt. I remember cro- Crocodile sh- Shoes. Yeah, I mean, that had dropped from number one. It was a number one hit, ain't no doubt. Yeah. But did Crocodile Shoes do number one? It did, didn't it? Possibly. did, because a few years before, he'd done a cover of Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Can you remember? Oh, yeah. But he didn't. that was it. He was just sort of dabbled with it, didn't he? And then, ain't no doubt, he'd become a proper pop star, didn't he? It was a big old record, that, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a big old unit as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Jimmy now. He, was a, he was a bloke. Yeah. He was 100%. a proper bloke. He was hard as nails. Well, his Quite name literally. was Nail. Yeah. Yeah. You can't and, get and Jimmy. Yeah. They're both well hard names, aren't they? Yeah. Jim. Jim and Jimmy. Yeah. Number nine, Stew Whiffing with I Drove All Night. Fucking furious. It's interesting to see Sesame's Treat, Smart Ease. You familiar with that one, Pip? No. It was when, like, the Prodigy released, like, Charlie, yeah. that everyone sampled yeah, yeah, adverts. Yeah, yeah, so it was like, ching, 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 Everyone ching, went ching. back to the kids' program. Yeah. Because it was trip to toy. Take a trip to Trumpton. Trip to Trumpton. Yeah. Pew, yeah. pew, Barney McGroup. <laughs> it was like, it was loads yeah, of them. Yeah, I remember a load of them. They all fucking hit the charts, though, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember Shake Your Head by Was Not Was? I do not. Do you remember that, Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, oh, was that Kim Bassinger? Kim Bassinger and Ozzy Osbourne sung that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's... I liked Was Not Was. They were weird. When, was, was that the one that the B-side was, Dad, I'm in jail? No, Spy in the Ass, I love the B-side. was, hi, Dad, I'm calling you from jail. I love it here, Dad. I'm calling you from jail. I remember putting it on by accident. Yeah, when... I remember you being absolutely fucking obsessed. Go, you've got to hear this record. It's called <laughs> Dad, I'm in jail. <laughs> that fucking meant, like, Don Was was a really famous producer who produced, like, yeah. loads of amazing musicians. And Was Not Was, but, like, obviously you're familiar with Walk the Dinosaur. Walk the Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And then they had, like, loads of, like, mad fucking hits. And they were, like, a huge band. I sometimes thought Erasure. Oh, really? And, like, and they were fucking amazing live. And then this was, like, another kind of, it's a fucking bananas record, Shake Your Head. Yeah. And, yeah, sung by Kim Bassinger and Ozzy Osbourne. Weird fucking That's record. a hell of a combination. <laughs> it really is. Achy Breaky Heart. That's huge, wasn't it? I remember that. Oh, Billy, was, was that his only song, though, over here at least? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, did he have any more? No. I, don't, I definitely don't remember any more. Oh, what do you think of, of, of Miley Cyrus? I think she's all right. Yeah, I think she's all right. I think she. it was really popular for a while to really hate on her and Bieber because they were young and successful and maybe a little bit annoying, but I think she's all right. I think she's got some good songs. Great voice. Great voice, good songs, great talking voice. Her talking voice is mad. She's got the deepest voice in the Mm. world. It's brilliant. She's made some great records with her flaming lips. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no beef with Miley Cyrus. Let's let's move on to that. That was a really serious move on then. Uh, We all look like newsreaders. No problem with... uh, Oh, did you... uh, So, no problems with Miley Cyrus. Before we move on... (laughs) Before we move on, LSI by The Shaman. Love Sex Intelligence. Oh, I do know that. I looked at that and thought, I've no idea what that is, but I remember... Love Sex Intelligence. Yeah. Well, they were massive, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, And, And also, like, the idea of getting a song... With the phrase "he's a good," yeah, on the top of the pops and into the fucking mainstream, he's, number one, he's just fuck. I heard that on that, the radio the other day, and you're like, you forget how fucking subversive that is because it would never be allowed. That now. was the most exciting thing for, for, for me at that point. I had my paper round, and I was I'd recorded the charts, and I'm walking on my paper round, waiting, going, "Is it going to be number? Is it going to be number one?" And then when it got to, yeah, and I just hearing it. Nah, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad now, but it fucking meant the world at that point. It was so naughty. Yeah, That's far so naughtier than naughty. I didn't mean to turn you on or PK, you came or any of that. Yeah. So much naughtier because it's drugs. You know they were sat there in the studio just laughing to themselves. It would be brilliant. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it got in the charts? Can you imagine if it got number one? 
Because they were like a legit kind of indie crossover yeah. electronic band, weren't they? We were like, do you know Moving the Mountain? Yeah. Like, and obviously that would come quite a few years before that. Yeah, Mr. C come on and they turned into like the Rave Aqua. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a good record, though, Ebenezer. Good. It is a, he's a fucking good yeah, record. And, yeah. like, you know, fucking fair play to them for getting that past everyone and into the charts. 100%. That was a weird time, though, I guess, right? Because the charts were still figuring all this out. I said, because of Charlie Says and things like that, mm. that were all these drug references or songs made for yeah. people to be on drugs. They didn't really know what was going on. I yeah. think like, it, it, it took them a minute to go, hang on. Like, yeah. like the, the codes are getting through. Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a weird one. It was, it's like for the week that Cockney rhyming slang worked. Yeah. To keep secrets from there. Within a week, everyone's like, apples and soap stairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This this isn't some complex code, but that week, fucking hell. Uh, 1993, was this around the time that you were making songs hating on Take That? Or. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd wrote Take That. I can't spy then, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. This, we were already hating on them by now. Long into your hate, hatred of... Um, uh, uh, number two is one of Cunt's favourite of her records. You love this, don't you? Yeah, because, you know, I've, I've lived on my own. <laughs> and you, sometimes you just uh, Living went... on my own, by Freddie. I've, I've realised half the time we're not even saying what the songs are. This is going to be awful for podcasters, <laughs> as we're all looking at our list, but yeah. But sometimes when you've lived on your own, you just kind of sat there and you just sort of walk around, you feel like you want to break down and cry and... Like, the only thing to do is go, I don't have no time for no monkey business. And then you think to yourself, got to be some good times ahead. It's that that gets you through. Fair enough. I'm going to be thinking Dino-Dene constantly this evening. I'm trying to get off to sleep. An impossible heat. Now, Four Non Blondes, What's Up? You're was a big fan of that, easily my favourite song of that year. I adored that song. I'm not so sure anymore. It's one of my least favourite records ever recorded. Yeah, I can imagine. I she had a big gob. And I, I thought she was the coolest person in the world as well. I loved that song. On her, on her head. On like, What's her name? Something Perry. Linda, uh, Linda, Perry. Linda Perry. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. gone on to become a fucking prolific songwriter, hasn't yeah, she? She's yeah. wrote, she wrote loads of Pink's big hits, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's like rubbish. Um, I love a bit of pink. You take that back. But uh, oh, it's horrible that song. Do you know what though? If you listen, if you listen to the lyrics, it's quite subversive, and it talks a really fucking good game. You've changed. No, nah, no, nah, but it's. I hate it. I really fucking hate it. I really, really fucking hate it. And do you know what I hate most about it is the way it keeps slipping between falsetto and then like normal. Yeah. Rick in the morning, Like, just nah, just nah. Fucking chill out, Vic Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I, I, I said, I can't. I can't defend it in any way. But that at that time, this was. I, I definitely got it on single. Was all about it. But I think, just... I think when when you're a kid and when you're a teenager, there's rec- there's certain records that like fucking mean mean stuff to you that people can count them off all they like. Yeah. But it's not going to stop a meaning. Like you know, like I'll tell you the, the prime fucking example you've always fucking counted me off about, and there's about twenty examples of this. But Tarzan Boy, no, by Bol- like, Baltimore. A... Yeah. You always go like yeah, but you like that. You've you've done that all out all for our life. I hear it at least w- w- once a week. And, and we won't go into great detail on this because Stu hates my f- wrestling fandom, but w- one of the wrestlers in AEW walks, has got that as his walkout song. He originally had like a nonsense, an unknown, a nonsense song. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I might be in some royalty, sir. <laughs> Weirdly, this wrestler, his the dad was Luke Perry from oh, really? uh, 90210 and all that I kind of thing. I thought you were saying from Four Non Blondes. <laughs> <laughs> might have been a, it might be a relative. But yeah, he had a, a regular song, no one really knew, and then one day he started coming out to that and all the crowd... Because <laughs> they fucking wo- love it. Because woes are good, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, woes are fucking good. What's your favourite woe? Wo. It's that one. That is my favourite woe. Is it better than Howard Jones? Yeah. What's your favourite one? I'm trying to think. Whoa. 
Whoa. That's yours. Yeah, no, that's, that's up there. It's a... <laughs> Building a bridge to your heart. He said, what's Joan Duran's wall? They must have had a woe. Top five woes. You've got to do it. Oh, um, simple minds, don't you forget about me. Is it? That's a la, la, la. That's a lovely kicking, isn't it? Oh, you fucking... Singing whoa. 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 Is it a laugh? Is it a laugh now? It's a laugh. <laughs> a laugh's not a woe. No, you're right. It's not a woe. Woe is me. <laughs> Oh, I, I, engineer, I, I, I engineered a woe in yeah. that you brought a pedo along the fiver side. <laughs> he was a pedo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, where else is jumping Just out. to clarify, <laughs> you brought a pedo along the fiver side. It was not in the top 10 in 1993. That's one of yours. No, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> hey, either of you want to s- s- scream number nine? Are, are we still... What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. It's another song that can only be screamed. It's like every every police song ever. <laughs> Giant steps are what you take. Fucking take it down or not. Walking on the moon. Just- Roxanne! <laughs> he needed to just turn his mic up a little bit and calm oh, down. Dear. I quite like Hadaway. Hadaway? Do, yeah. you know, do you know, I, I was working for my old man around this time. <laughs> And they had Capital Radio on all the time. And I just got fucking battered into a submission with Hadaway. Just heard it so much that I ended up liking it. Was that the tampons advert? No, that was Dr. Alban. It's my life. It's- That's a loud one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. It's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on to 1994? I mean, wet, 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 back in there. That was another Brian Adams. That was Adams, a huge it? one, it was yeah. number one fucking number forever, one for, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the longest. I swear you've already sung tonight, haven't you? In your erection. In your, that would have been, that would have been in the pizzazz fucking yep. uh, erection section, wouldn't it? Meet the Flintstones, the BC the BC fifty twos. Oh, I'll, I'll, might have fallen. I wish the B fifty twos would have just let that one go. Yeah, you wish regulate the car with the London boys. Warren G and Nate Dog regulate. How's that absolute go? banger? I'm getting uh, sketchy from about nine o'clock. It's the beardiest vocal ever. Michael McDonald's. So what they sampled it? Yeah, they sampled that. Yeah. It's a um, banger. Can, well, I'd like to talk about, well, first of all, I'd, Searching by China Black. They were chances, weren't they? Yeah. Searching. Was but that... they called China Black because they had a Chinese bloke and a black bloke. <laughs> Surely not. No, I'm, that's a serious question. No. No, they can't be. Right, um, can you just Google them and just see what they look like? And then Pip can decide whether to take that bit out of the podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as well shine. I oh, see. I like shine. Shine's a good song. That's how we go. Shine, 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 shine like, like a star, star. shining so bright, like the star that you are. see. I saw. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whoa. There's a whoa in it. I see Aswad a couple of times supporting madness, and you see that sentence could have ended with in Tesco's. <laughs> it could have gone either way. That I see Aswad a couple of times down Civic Hall. That's what they're, they had some songs. They had some songs. They they uh when they supported Madness, they brought Dawn Penn on and done no oh, no wow. no. And oh, it was he would just, have been all over that. Oh, that was his know, trademark song at Lizards. Oh, was it? That was his. Yeah, you knew Stu's set was on when you did. That's the the band took its name from the different backgrounds of its members. Fung, who is British Chinese, China, and Reed, who is of Jamaican heritage, black. Buddy Peace, we don't have to edit it out. <laughs> hey! Searching. <laughs> uh, PJ and Duncan, let's get ready to rumble. Ready, ready. I loved it at the time. I was very excited. Clearly a Biker Grove fan. Delighted that um, PJ had recovered from his blindness. Terrifying. <laughs> and and here to sing. Here to sing for us. Who could have predicted at the time, though, 
they would go on to be the biggest stars on yeah. British TV. Particularly the single after this. Like, I'm sure I sent it to you the other day. Someone sent me one of their other videos, and they had a few singles after this, and they are honestly the worst things you've ever seen. Like, unbelievably bad. And then, yeah, they go on to be. So, the did they do anything in any of the other singles? No, absolute flops, because they were truly awful, because that one was big. Even though it was awful, if you know what I mean, like yeah. in the video, they're not they're not cool. They're but they're acting as if they're cool, and it worked. And yeah, but, but this, rest... it worked on the same level as the Anfield rap. Just yep. like it's fucking dreadful, but there's a pre-sold franchise, and they're sending it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On to ninety-five. Yes, <laughs> I'm just waiting for one of you to see number two and get and get really loud again. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Well, out here, brothers. I remember that coming out and being an absolute banger at the time. Everyone loved that. So we're now getting in the realms of Britpop, aren't we? Yeah. It's I, I hate. Go on. I ain't Britpop. I hate Kiss from a Rose. I love Kiss from Kiss a from Rose. Kiss from a Rose gets parked up next to bloody Linda Perry. Right. You've got a choice. Right. Do you want Kiss from a Rose or do you want Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me? Seals all right. <laughs> See? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that was at number s- seven. And they're both from Batman, right? Oh, yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. That's, that's why I'm bunching them together. But that's a piece of shit song. Whereas yeah. Kiss from a Rose, I fucking love that. That Batman, so how old was I here? 14. We had our first ever holiday to America. And we went to to Florida for Disneyland, well, and we were spoiled like him. We went to a drive-in cinema and saw Batman, and having Kiss from a Rose in your little speakers in your car. Oh, it's beautiful. That's a moment, isn't it's it? It's a good song, that. Yeah, it's lovely. Do you go to drive in you went to Florida? Yeah, the Bird King. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. You got this little plastic toy with your meal. <laughs> Uh, it was cheaper when I went to America in 1981. It was cheaper to fly with Freddie Laker to America and go for two weeks in America than to buy a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Right? Fact check it. It feels weird to me that I was 14 when All Right by Supergrass came out. Yeah. How weird does it feel to you? I was playing it in clubs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that doesn't feel like that was. I feel like that was in my kind of. A cl- a cl- a cl- clubbing era. I saw Supergrass on the Glastonbury footage a couple of weeks ago. They've got fucking loads of good songs. Yeah, they've got loads and they of good were songs, fucking they? brilliant. Like, like every song you play, it's like, oh, I forgot about that one. Sun It's the Sky, Richard the Third, Caught by the Fuzz, Lenny, Man yeah. Size Rooster. Caught by the Fuzz, he's urgent, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. urgent, isn't it? Man Size Rooster gets a bit urgent as well, yeah. doesn't it? Lenny. Richard the Third Surgeon. Yeah, turd. (laughs) 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 Should we go on to 96? Or is there anything in there you want to dig into? Uh, The the obviously there, a bit of... uh, In the name of the father. I like the one before that. What's the first single? Reverend Black Rite. Yeah. Oh, come on, you thief. Have you heard Black Rake lately? No, I bet it's terrible. I, mean, I, I can imagine it's one of, them, yeah. one of them ones that was good at the time. Little shout out to Paul Ryder, who unfortunately passed away yesterday, uh, yeah. day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl like you, Edwin Collins. Uh, Edwin Collins, obviously, the, the face and the voice of, of Orange Juice. That's a song you can do loudly. Never do the girl like it's you club, before. It's club singer, yeah. though, isn't it? Ah! It's all like you nip me like yeah. It's ultimate Vic Rose club thing. Perfect, perfect for it. It, uh, mm, Never, 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 never. (laughs) Oh dear! How good is it that Vic's got his own fucking style of singing? Yeah, like you can do that in a Vic Reeves style. How bad is it for Edwin Collins though? Yes, that Vic Reeves has got his own style (laughs) of singing because again, that is just. That is that song. Uh, again. <laughs> 96, Stu, bad time for you, I guess, at, at number one. I know you're not a fan of of the Spice Girls and Wannabe kicked it all off. Again, you've got to think, I was f- 15 at this point. Yeah. At an all-boys school. This yeah. was the talk of the fucking school. These these five sexy girls jumping they, on tables. they get you out of trouble. K- kicking stuff, exactly. 
I loved it. Oh, no, I hated it because I was a little alternative kid. But yeah. I watched the video anytime it came up. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to fight it. Fuji's were killing me softly at number two. Yeah. It's a banger, isn't it? The yep. Fuji's are a weird one because they've made bangers on that one record. but And then just walked away. Yeah. Well, Lauren Hill obviously had a huge... So well, no, she didn't have a huge solo career, did she? She had the miseducation, which was Work multiple well. Grammy yeah. winning, amazing fucking record. And what did Westlife do? He done um, Westlife. <laughs> he done. Um, he popped off to do a song with The Rock, and it uh, doesn't matter. He done a begun to November, a begun to November song, yeah. or whatever it was called. But I think it was called "I'll Be Gone to November" from memory, <laughs> but. When you think how fucking big the Fuji's were, yeah, to just kind of go, nah, let's just do. What I mean. They must have had a big old Barney, I imagine. What was that? Pra's one. Pra's had one big oh, song, God, didn't what he? What was that? I can't remember. Oh, it's good as well. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I can't believe "Mysterious Girl" by Pete Andre was 1996. I thought it was way earlier than that. Yeah, it f- f- feels a lot earlier, doesn't it? That at the same time as as killing me softly feels ridiculous. What happened to Bubbler Ranks? <laughs> no idea. No one ever asked about him nowadays, do they? Peter yeah. Andre f- f- featuring Bubbler Ranks, long forgotten. What did he do on the song? I've no idea. Must have done a rapping. Everyone had a rap in the middle at that point, yep. didn't they? Yeah. Born Slippy's a fucking great. That's song. an intro. That's a fucking intro. The song is an intro. If you play that, it's in one club, intro. that intro. It That's always... a toilet song. Yeah. That's a good toilet yeah. song. That gets hands in the air. Although, always... although it's a tough one because you never really know when it's close to ending. Because no. once it builds in, it's just that once for a long time. Cole gets on that. But you think, oh, he's, he's got a good 10 minutes yet. But like. You just need to go for a piss and do it. Don't, don't get fooled into thinking you can have a sit down piss and it turn into a shit. 100%. No. Have, have a stand up and get back before lager. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, love shit. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? It's clearly the point. Be the macarena. We found the middle ground between La Bamba and Mamba Number Five. It's it the macarena. In the family, we're doing. Who do you think you are? It's in the family tree. Definitely Uncle Macarena. <laughs> How weird is is that though? Because that's, that's clearly like some old song that a, a load of old boys did. Then someone put a dance beat under it, and these old boys are touring the world, going on, yeah, that, on top of, of the pops. Three old boys on top of the pops, going. It's <laughs> got to be a holiday song, isn't it? That's yeah. sort of no different. Holiday uh, song to all over what it. What McLaren hit, did though, uh, is it? That one. It's like their holiday song. Yeah, the ketchup That you hear on holiday and come back, and yeah. they have a summer of like being played everywhere. And you have no idea what any of the words are apart from the title. I love hundred percent. I love that we've just established that my holiday song was "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. <laughs> <laughs> Very different holiday. Very different oh, holiday. Oh uh, it's a bit of a lonely. It's a well, bit high state of consciousness was j- j- jumping out there because that that and born S- slippy. It feels like this is when rave stuff was properly getting in the charts, but it was still c- credible. Yeah, like these were two c- credible songs that were getting high in the charts. Number ten. Uh, was you a fan of Forever Love by Gary Barlow? I couldn't tell where it goes. Do you know? Nope. But that was you his... do know. No, I don't. <laughs> Just because I saved the police officer, and you you, you know you know all this stuff. You're angling, uh, you're angling for a fucking OBE. You must know Barlow's back catalogue because you ain't going to get an OBE it's unless a, it's you... A, could... it's, a pu- it's a beautiful piano ballad. Sort of thing Ed Sheeran and Bright. It's lovely. It's just edging your bets. It's, it can't, I, he... I could have told you that about it. Has he told you he's planning on climbing a mountain for charity? I don't want to talk about it. We'll, we'll get into it enough. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, mate. Oh. There's a lot of well, injustice be a in the film, world at the moment. There'll be a film made about it. The fucking idiot who climbed a mountain and come down on a stretcher. <laughs> I want to quickly mention... I just love the idea that it's just going to be a fucking mountain rescue helicopter and me just on a fucking stretcher just playing fucking... I said, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I want to touch upon Alanis Morissette here because I loved Alanis on those first two records, and then I thought it was the cringiest shit ever for years. I've gone back round again. 
I now thoroughly enjoy a bit of Alanis. Well, she's she's just sold out like a mega like yeah. tour, hasn't she? Yeah. She played like however many nights at the O2, and when it was that... an anniversary thing, wasn't it? I'm sure it was a, some kind of. No, it can't be. 30 years of Jagged Little Pill? 92? No, 96? No. Uh, I don't know, 25? Yeah. They, they do do 35-year anniversaries as well and 25-year anniversaries. Yeah. They do the middle Maybe ones Maybe a as 25. Well. Rescheduled. Yeah. yeah. But I do... Um, I remember when I first heard You Ought to Know and there was so much hype about her. It was exciting, man. Like, her delivery and everything was fucking... But I didn't really like You Ought to Know. No. But because we was, de- we was DJing at the time, yeah. you were at the coalface, and there was yep. lots of indie rotters yeah. that had been spurned by people they'd met in clubs in previous weeks, yep. and they were taking that out on the dance floor. It was it was the indie I will survive. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also, as I've said before on a drunk cast, Alanis was to girls of that era as Eddie Vedder was to guys of that era. Everyone thought that they could sing like Eddie Vedder. Everyone, every girl thought they could sing like Alanis. Yeah. They often couldn't. But they had those such weird distinctive voices that weren't your traditional yeah. here's how you sing, that everyone would be doing a don't call me daughter. <laughs> Just belting it out. But yeah. I love it. But I've touched upon it because we come to the next year and we burnt out. I mean, we started on this page with four non-blondes. N- n- not a great situation. We've gone to Alanis and now we've got Bitch by Meredith Brooks. And that felt like a proper... I was excited about it at the time, but it felt like a proper, this is a one-off, this is a cash-in on angsty, angsty women getting having a good sing-along. God, do you know what? That ain't a good top ten. It's not. Right. In 97, I'll be missing you, Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. I mean, Peter Andre of All About Us, it's not even... Straight in at number three. Yeah. Everybody by Backstreet Boys is a fucking tune. Everybody. Biggie and then now Biggie's all, a notorious B.I.G. Ch- ch- charting is exciting. What's picture you by boys own? No idea, but see you when you get but there Biggie, by Coolio. Biggie's, Biggie's only charted because he croaked. Yeah. 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 Because you've got the Puff Daddy at number one, haven't you? Yeah. With I'll be missing. Yeah, 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 of course. It's, 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 a, a, it's a sympathy chart. Yeah. It's a sympathy charting. Bitch by Meredith Brooks is a terrible And record, I wonder if it? the Coolio one was r- r- related at all because that was a, a dead mate song wasn't it i'll see you when you get there if you ever get there oh yeah see you when you get there so i, I wonder if that's also related to uh do you know Biggie what Dye? i mean he's not one of oasis he's better singles either that's a, oh, that's a can't even think of that no, can't even no think of that number God. 10 people right here right now all oh, right yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i thought great. that was buying bryce are you good good people do you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah it's it's i mean just what we can see from this is music hasn't improved as time has gone on because we're now jumping forward to t- uh, t- t- 2001 because I thought, oh, look, right, well, let's look at what was number one when I turned 20. Right. I'm like becoming a grown-up. You've got Eternal Flame by Atomic Kitten. You've got Robbie Williams in there with Eternity and The Road to Mandalay. You've got Wyclef with, with Perfect g- g- Gentleman. Oh, Wyclef was... Was Westlife in Fuji's or was Westlife in... <laughs> Who's Westlife? Black I have IPs. no idea who Westlife, Westlife were a band, weren't they? No. When Wyclef Jean guested with Tom Jones on the Brit Awards, it was so good because he was doing sex bomb, sex bomb. All right, I'm, we're going to bring out on stage now. Westlife, and it was Wyclef. Oh, it was oh, so no. horrible. <laughs> so I've got Wyclef Jean... Westlife ever since. Oh, I had no idea about that. So, yeah. so why, we both looked at each other when you said Westlife and you gave a little wink. I like, no. don't know what he's winking about. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, he was in the Fugees. He was Fugees, was, wasn't he? Will I Am was Black oh, Eyed Peas. I hate Will I Am. But, I mean, number eight, the main reason this one's in there is number eight, I genuinely enjoyed this at the time because I was going to alternative clubs. Heaven is a half pipe by OPM. Absolute dog shit. If... Oh. I die before I wake. Least At least in, in heaven, heaven I can skate. skate. I never so played rubbish. that at the brush, and I got asked for that a lot, but I just refused. The beat was a skateboard going. 
It was a terrible, ding, terrible ding, record. It's so bad. And OPM, I think, were the ones who were really religious, right? Were they? I think they were one of the... No, no, who was... POV. Who, I'm, I'm thinking of PO... Yeah. Was it POV? Was it POD. POD, POD yeah, yeah. Payable Upon Death. Is that what I would call? Yeah, Payable Upon Death. <laughs> yeah, I was all over Heaven is a Half Bite because I wished I could skate. I'm too long, though. I could never skate. I'm too long to skate. No, I didn't have the coordination. Did you ever get on a skateboard? Yeah, I remember going to Raquel's and we used to, like, me, Chris and Nick would go out on, like, and have a little skate around the ice cream. No, you did. That was Chris yes, and Nick. Did. You no, ain't been on a skateboard. Where's my, my skateboard that Chris has got me? It's literally just out there. Yeah, I don't mean you can do it. I'm a rad guy. You ain't. Rad dad. <laughs> rad dad. <laughs> I've never delicious. seen you on a. I've never seen him on a. You seen him on a skateboard? I can't even imagine him on a skateboard. I can imagine him carrying one. Yeah, definitely. He's out on backwards. Just look cool. <laughs> Humming heaven is a half pipe. I'm gonna fucking fight you by the means of. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that you want to talk about in this? I think we've covered all the main ones. It's good to see Destiny's Child in there. I'm a big, big Beyonce fan. Bootylicious, sexy that- song. Yeah, how does that start? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. That's not a digger, digger, digger. Yeah, he's that one. Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, sample of Edge of 17, isn't it, by oh, Stevie is it? Nicks. Digger, Beyonce. Digger, 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 digger. Oh, can I don't you know. handle this? Yeah. Feel like the writing. Yeah. I don't think you can handle this. Purple Pills by D12 uh, and Eminem. What's, what's the little melody on that one? That was a big D12 song, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember how it goes. It, I can't think. I know that song. Again, I loved that at the time. Mm, yeah, that was big. Um, oh, I can't think at all. It's too long into the night. I all thought... or Nothing by O Town. How's that? It was one of the, the, the second wave of your R&B type. Yeah, it wasn't great. What was the banner? Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, be my butterfly. Was that O Town? No, that was... Uh, no. <laughs> Who was that? Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. Be my that was like, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Crazy that Town. That weren't that crazy, really, was it? Uh, the, the the rapper guy in it was v- 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 very muscular and very tattooed, so that was quite crazy. That's fair, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Fairly crazy. A lot of bit of Lady Marmalade. Free your Lady Marmalade! <laughs> I mean, he'll shout anything at this stage. <laughs> I've had a couple of beers, haven't I? It's your birthday. Yeah, I remember that being a very sexy video because mm, it was Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, wasn't it? And it was Pink, Maya, Lil' Kim, Mia or Maya, and Christina Aguilera. Was it Maya? I know. Because it was, it was MIA as well, so it got a little bit confusing, didn't it? Did it did get a bit confusing. Yeah, I didn't know that was a great song. I remember Rigsby saying that to me, saying, Vogue. Couché avec moi ce soir, Miss Jones. Did you forget that, Miss Jones? There we go. There's a, there's all our music. If you can pick one year, what year would it be? I've thrown that upon you at the last last uh, uh, minute to stop us um, ending on the, the sad note of OPM, Heaven is a Half Pipe. I think it would have to be 83, but you didn't include that. Yeah, oh, there's, yeah. there's 83. Yeah, you did. I'm going 84. Because of Prince Looper, Grandmaster Flash, Double Frankie, Tina Turner. Oh, do you know what? a bit of Tina. I'm, I'm going to go 86. <laughs> I was going to say, don't go 86. Be, be, because I've just managed to squint my eyes enough to see what was in it. <laughs> We've got So Macho by Sunita. Yeah. She was number one in my late 80s wank bank. <laughs> and Camouflage by Stan Ridgeway, the greatest song. Of the whole 80s. We were having a look at these earlier, and I said, who the fuck's Stan Ridgway? And he said, don't say that around, cunt. <laughs> so, who the fuck's Stan Ridgway? I don't really, I'm not. Oh, you, you'd love you Stan played, Ridgway. Or you played that song, and it had a fucking long, boring intro, it didn't did it? It did have a long intro. What? Yeah. What? Camouflage. This, uh, yeah, but it's not boring just because it's long. It's like <laughs> it's like saying to, it's like saying to a girl, like, sorry about me, cock, it's really boring. <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. That's both parts of the birthday special. Thank you for tuning in, man. And thank you for all the support year on, um, year in, year out. Check out the new podcast. Tell me about it with Scroobius Pip and Stuart Whiffin. Check out Acceptable in the 80s with Stuart Whiffin and Cunt of the Gang. And check me out next week where I'll be back with an amazing pair of guests and some very exciting news. There is a huge announcement next week. I'm going to build it up right now because I want you to get excited. But there's a big announcement at the start of next week's episode, basically. So I'll see you then. Um, Until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta.